नमस्कार मैं हूं रमेश एंड दिस इज आई एंगेज प्रेजेंस छोटा बिजनेस बड़ी बात संजय इज नॉट हियर विथ अस ड्यू टू सम रीजन्स ही हैज टेप्ड समथिंग फॉर ऑल ऑफ अस लेट्स लिसन व्हाट संजय वांट्स टू से और कम्युनिकेट विथ अस सुनते रहिए रेडियो दिल दिस इज संजय विथ छोटा बिजनेस बड़ी बात इट्स नॉट द इकोनॉमी स्टूपिड इट्स यू Hello everybody. Welcome to my little dog and pony show. This is Sanjay's podcast for small business, mid-cap businesses all across the country. We all are doing good in these days, but for some days we all plan to have good days coming up. So let's see what we're going to be talking today. I was trying to find where exactly we stand today. It couldn't help much but to go back to the time when I was graduating from college trying to look for a job. We were going through a recession. George W. Bush senior was the president. economy was tanking unemployment was high jobs were going overseas work was getting outsourced to other countries factories were going down to mexico canada real estate was down things are pathetic it was election time too and here comes a guy from arkansas had his little dog and pony show himself is impressive the series of debates that we be had he had good things to say he connected with people it was him who said to bush senior in one of the debates when the republicans are talking about everything but the economy show how disconnected they were they're talking about abortion they were talking about affirmative actions they were talking about the bible the family values but they were not touching upon the economy even when the country was going through a recession so it was bill clinton who barked up that tree and bluntly telling in the debate it's the economy stupid sure the things were bad it made sense let's fast forward to day to day things are good it's a social media boom world is shrinking business is expanding but still the small business which is the backbone of any economy is finding it difficult to find its footholds and that's kind of global let's just address us that's where we are 
Why is it that difficult for small and mid-cap businesses to survive and to expand at will? Why is it difficult for them in this otherwise lucrative world to get a foothold, make use of the tools? That's why I came down and said, hmm, here's where I find my title. It's not the economy, stupid, let me say that. It's you. Sorry to be blunt, but that's true. Having said that, I'm going to make use of this podcast and all the future ones to come to make the tools and the information there in the market easier to comprehend and un understand. There's so much out there. So many things being said, so many tools being developed, so many methodologies being thrown around. It's like an information overload. I myself get confused. Thank God I have a crack shot research team that helps me research and I, that's exactly what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to make it easy. It's going to be social media, digital world 101. And everything else about small and mid cap businesses, digitally and conventionally, be made easier to understand and to implement. I'm going to bring folks who might have these informations and tools and methodologies to share with us who himself are small entrepreneurs. I want you listening in if you have something unique and different for the world to practice and promote. Connect with me. Be a part of my blog. Be a part of my podcast. This is going to be part working, just like networking outside. I want the businesses to get informed. I want us to use the tools in an easier way. I want us to expand our businesses. But let's help each other. Let's connect with others, mentor others from what we have unique. It might help, it might not help. But you could be a big brother, big sister or somebody out there looking for answers. So for my little bit, in these days and weeks and months and years, I hope, I'm going to be bringing my little expertise in the digital world for small business and mid-cap businesses. I'm going to make it as easy as possible. I'm going to have my team do the hard work of researchers and make you understand the application, the information, and all the shins in between in the most simplistic way 
for you to implement in your business. Connect with me if it helps and if it doesn't help. Help me open this dialogue. Help me promote this part working. I have a small little group I'm trying to grow. Hey, it could go global. It might already be. You might be thinking that you're just in this little small little hole trying to service, provide your services for groups around you. You could step out. Get out of your comfort zone. Use your simplistic tools, applications and information. And see how you can increase your business. Folks, we are in a good spot. Small business is the backbone of any economy. But we need to do it ourselves. We got to do a smart work. Stop latching on to minority business groups. They are good, but that's just not the only answer. Stop getting only referral businesses. It's good, but that's not the only business. You got to do it on your own. Stop just looking easy way out. Sometimes you got to find some rough answers in tough spots. You will have to budget, put some money in your budget, get a consistency in some practice and promotions. But there is a way. It needs to start with you. Your knowledge of your product, your business, your intellectual property, your knowledge of your industry, your demographic, your targeted audience, your knowledge of your process to make sure that your demographic is understanding your service and your product. How good you are doing using conventional and digital means to penetrate that market. Permeate your products and services. Marinate your processes. You gotta be smart. You gotta be consistent. And you need to do it on your own. So, having said that, my title is, it's not the economy stupid, it's you. And guess what guys, it belong, It means it's me doing there. That's where it started from, deep soul searching. I'm yet to go to the promised land, but I'm one of you. I understand the aspirations, the visions and the pain of it. 
but we got to do it and we will do it so in the coming days and weeks and months check me out let's connect share the unique ways of business that we conduct ourselves conventionally and digitally and i'm going to highlight those good unique businesses and in my own ways i'm going to promote you guys in promoting i hope folks come and network with you ask you about your unique services your unique methods hope that turns into business for you and i hope you turn around and help somebody else need help connect with me i hope to help you but keep in mind dig deep look into your own ip and i don't mean your internet provider i mean your intellectual property you will get your answers right there within you yourself and if not you'll find somebody like me to dig it for you so until next time have faith in yourself have confidence in your product and dig deep and try to understand your ip have a good day folks good luck god bless you thank you sanjay here we are listening to chota business badi baat nimish ke sath tuesdays and thursdays at 10 am you would be glad to know what sanjay thinks about the digital marketing and how digital marketing methodologies will be applied in any business sanjay please continue i'm just joking he has already recorded this so i'm going to play his recording right now it's not the economy stupid it's you Hi, welcome to my podcast. It's not the economy stupid, it's you. Where we cover business processes and business implementations in the most simplistic understanding and knowledge. Today I'll be covering something more specific and interesting. It's called Digital Marketing for Dummies 101, where we simplify the understanding of what digital marketing is, the different processes, for anyone to understand for their business and how to apply them and what to expect for somebody else who is helping them to apply them more than the process of marketing you should be having the knowledge of marketing the understanding keep it simple clear that's most of most importance here we go you're going to hear a lot of abbreviations like seo smo ppc cpc we'll try to cover everything in the short time if not you can always go back and check my blog on www.imgage.com you'll have more information about all these 
small abbreviations. Iengage.com slash consulting. Let me start with SEO. It is search engine optimization. That's a simple process that begins our organic process. This is where the process begins with tagging and linking of your site, both on page and off page, choosing of some keywords of your business, of your practice, of your knowledge, of your product, of your service. These keywords are registered in all appropriate and applicable online forums, directories, groups, in your industry, outside. This is where they are tagged, they're linked, so that when any of these keywords, which has high search, searchability and low competition in the market, whenever they are searched through any of the search engines, the search engines have their algorithm criteria. This algorithm criteria picks your keywords and they bring it to that particular website or the page where it is tagged and linked. Very important. This needs to be done for all websites. Thus now, whenever somebody searches a keyword, it automatically have you ranked. How does a ranking come? A ranking comes when you continuously have the SEO done on your website. It doesn't happen just for one month and you let it go. Because like you, there are billions of people and businesses doing all across the world. You keep quiet for one month, you're going to fall off the wagon. So the one who does it continuous with fresh contents and regularly are the ones who have the chance of getting ranked smartly. Now, to make future activities, a continuous SEO at a sustained level is very important. How do you understand this SEO in a conventional way? Now, when you do conventionally, when you float a business, you go and choose to go to a chamber of commerce or any networking groups. You go there, hand out your, you're going very general. You're giving, handing out their, your brochures, your flyers, your mailers. That's what SEO is. You're getting out there and you're getting tagged. That's the way you're getting tagging into the chamber of commerce meetings or any associations and groups. Think about SEO exactly like that. It is very general. That general thing that you did is not going to get you business. It's going to get your brand recognized. Is that enough? No. You're going to do something more after that. Same thing in digital. After SEO, you have to get into doing some SMO. Social media optimization. This is where you create certain initiatives on social media outlets like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Dailymotion, YouTube. The traffic that is generated by your SEO now needs to be converted into a qualified traffic. A qualified traffic shows its interest in the content of your site, your products, your services. Such qualified traffic should be kept engaged with some initiatives on the social media platforms. How do you understand this to your conventional marketing? The same folks that you met up at the Chamber of Commerce, the groups, associations, the networking, or any incubators. Now you're going to pick the one that you think has certain things that to do with your knowledge and your expertise or your domain expertise. 
you're going to create some initiatives for them. You're going to create something specific, demos, PowerPoint presentations, certain call to action initiatives. You're going to create a platform, go to their office, invite them to your office, meet them somewhere. You're going to have more specific call to actions to interest them into your service and product. Now, the trip to the Chamber of Commerce and he sold them how you can make a wellness program. Now that's a qualified traffic for you, qualified business for you by creating that initiative. That is what SMO is. Social media optimization helps you bring your SEO into a realistic life. It gives you a chance to create something specific. You have to have that. You've got to have that. Now, social media optimization is good, but you need to follow that up with more skin in the game initiatives like the pay-per-click, like the cost-per-click, like the paid campaigns online. This is where you put some budget, you buy the ads on popular sites or on Google or on Yahoo or on Bing where you get and you pay per click. Anybody who clicks on your banner, you pay 10 cents, 20 cents, 50 cents. And you pay because out of 200 people clicking, you're assuming 10 are going to come and ask you for your product. They might not go for the sale. That's you got to do. You have to have the best salesperson. But you get a chance, just like those 50 pharmaceuticals that you put the best pitch out there, and they're going to come back to you and ask you some questions. But that only happens when you put some skin in the game, took them for lunch, create some big demo, go to their office six times, make some foolproof pitch. That's what you do with a PPC campaign. No, because now you, through SMO, you have qualified traffic. People who are going to listen to you. People are going to hear you, see you. Now to capture them, you're going to have something more specific. So such engagements need to be budgeted with some paid campaigns on PPC, CPC, or also on Google, on certain forums and groups which your industry asks for where you think you're going to have some kind of customer base, please keep your understanding simple, folks. Discuss with your service provider. Spend time to create contents on your call to action and sales. Get differentiating features with your service provider. Ask your service provider to keep the process simple and continuous. Ask for reports and understand the contents of the reports. Ask for upcoming month's activities and plan to actions for the from the service provider. Always, guys, maintain a small but maintain a budget for your digital marketing. If you are working online or if you want anything online, do not go into a gunfight with a knife in your hand. Have a budget. Folks, I will be covering more of what you should expect from a service provider in the future podcast. I'm also going to tell you what a service provider should be expecting from you. So what you've got to be ready with. It is not a one-way traffic. It's a two-way traffic. The success in your process is only when the traffic is two-way.
you have to give to get something. To get more information about these small details and something specific, always go back to my blog. You'll find my blog on www.iamgage.com. Iamgage.com slash consulting. You can also see some of the answers to some of the questions that you might have about the products and services I just mentioned. If you have any questions, connect with me at Sanjay at iamgage.com. I'm always there for you. Always here to increase your business. Remember, stress less. Enjoy your business. At the end of the day, it's life that you got to live, not the other way around. Thanks. God bless. It's not the economy, stupid. It's you. Nimesh or Sanjay are doing a business. It's time for a short break. And after the break, we'll connect with iEngage credit guru, Michael Miller. Today, Michael is going to discuss about FTC, that's Federal Trade Commission and Consumer Protection Agency. So right after this break, it's my time. Did you know the Federal Trade Commission or FTC, that's the nation's consumer protection agency, enforces the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, popularly called the FDCPA? That law prohibits debt collectors from using abusive, unfair, or deceptive practices to collect from you. So what type of debts are covered? The Act covers personal, family, and household debts, including money you may owe on a personal debt or an account, a car loan, a medical bill, or even a mortgage. The FTC, however, doesn't cover debts incurred when you run a business, however. Uh, so the FDCPA, in as much as it covers personal items, does not really cover business expenses. So can a collector just call you at any time? Nope. A debt collection agency cannot call you before 8 a.m. or after 9 p.m. unless you give them permission to do so otherwise. So it's very important for you to know your rights because the law is on your side. If you need help, please tune into this station and request information, valuable information that can certainly help you. The other key things that you need to know about the debt collectors, collectors and exactly what they are and are not allowed to do. If you have an attorney that's representing you, for example, that debt collector can no longer call you but have to reach out and contact your attorney rather than you. And in cases like these, you are then absolved from dealing with them because they then have to deal with your attorney. Or in some cases, it might be someone that you have given a power of attorney to to handle your situation. It could be even a not-for-profit company uh, that's working to help you to accomplish your goals. So what does the debt collector have to tell me about my debt? Well, every debt collector must send you a written validation notice telling you how much money you owe within five days after they first contact you. This notice must include the name of the creditor to whom you owe the money and how to proceed if you think you owe the money. If this is not done, this is considered a violation under the Fair Debt Collecting Act. 
So having said that, can a debt collector keep contacting you if you don't owe money? Well, here's a solution. If you send the debt collector a letter stating that you don't owe any money, or you don't have business with that company, or you ask for verification of the debt, that collector must stop con contacting you. You have to send them a letter, of course, within 30 days after you receive the validation notice. But a collector can begin co contacting you again if it sends you written verification of the debt, like a copy, for example, of the bill for the amount that you owe. So you do have a lot of rights under the Fair Debt Collections Act. Also, there are some things you need to know. And we here are so good at giving you or making you aware of the rights, your rights under these laws. For example, did you know there are some things that are off-limited debt collectors? For example, using threats of violence or harm? They can't do that. They can't publish your name, for example, in the media if you refuse to pay. But they can give this information, of course, to a credit reporting company. They also cannot use obscene and profane language to you. Repeatedly use the phone to annoy anyone. These are all violations under the Fair Debt Collections Act. And if such a thing happened to you, you need to notify us right away because we will quickly file a lawsuit to ensure that you get remedies under this very strong law that protects you, the consumer, not the creditor. Many times we get also complaints that debt collectors use false statements or even tell outright lies. So let me give you some examples of some things that these debt collectors cannot say. For example, they can't falsely claim that they are attorneys or government representatives. A debt collector cannot falsely claim that you've committed a crime. They cannot claim also that you they represent or operate or work on behalf of a credit reporting agency because a credit reporting company is not a debt collector. And if they give the impression that they are or state that they are, that's a major violation of the F FTC rules. They also can't misrepresent the money you owe. So we're not saying you don't owe money, but they can't misrepresent the money that you owe. They also cannot indicate that papers they send you are legal forms because they aren't. They also cannot indicate that the papers they send you are legal, aren't legal if they are legal. So there's a lot of disclosures that have to be made when it comes down to debt collection. So if you don't know what your rights are or you're concerned, please give us a call because we're here at this station to educate you, to provide you with your rights, all the tools that you need, and we want to ensure that everything you do is at your advantage. And there's so much more to learn, but that's it for today. We'll pick up again next week. You were listening to Chora Business, Badi Baat, Nimish Kisat. This show happens every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 10 a.m. If you have any questions regarding digital marketing and brand development or any other credit, 
information. The email address is imadvising at imgage.com. That is imadvising at imgauge.com. Or you can call them at 732-945-5721. For further information, check out imgauge.com. imgauge.com. Milte hain. अगले ट्यूसडे को यही कार्यक्रम आई एम गेज प्रेजेंट्स छोटा बिजनेस बड़ी बात सिर्फ रेडियो दिल पर दिल से दिल तक